1: They like coming in the air. Yeah, the screens from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the tune. ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scare and nickels down. Got a problem tell me Stop. now.
0: Only thing this on my mind. So on this town Hey,
3: welcome to the Point Milas Sports Talk. We are live It is a Tuesday. This is our first Friday. Jeremy Lachey in the studio, no introduction again, whatever, uh, figure Excuse that me. out, figure that out, this is our first Friday of the week, because we don't, yeah. we don't, you got it, you with me? Go ahead, finish it up. Well, we're not, we're not on tomorrow, we're going to take Wednesdays right. off, to do yeah. a little paperwork, groundwork, and do whatever we want to do, and mostly things we have to do, and then Friday is our second Friday, we off okay. Saturday, Sunday, you, you with me now? Yeah, so okay.
1: today is like a, the teaser, and then the official Friday is the official Friday.
3: Right, this okay. is just the first Friday of the <laughs> show. Welcome to the show, 888-346-9144. That is the number if you want to call in. It will go by fast. Oh, man, we got a lot of sports we, we, that we have to talk about, obviously, and we won't get to it all. Uh, that's why we have multiple days during yeah. the week to do this show. Uh, one of the things was, uh, you know... The uh, we went last night to the hockey game. That's one we're gonna get into. That's be the first thing we get into. I didn't know the kites were so bad. I didn't know they was bad. Another thing, Nick Sabian is under fire for giving a guy a second chance, which really probably his third or fourth chance. And why college? Mm-hmm. Why college kids are still so such idiotic cats? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Why? Why? Why are we still doing stupid stuff? Sabian mentioned he's not sorry for. Uh, you know, giving the guy a second chance, he's sorry how it came out. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the let's get into some coyotes. We went we went last night. we tried to stump with the big dogs. Yeah. You, actually got, you actually got to meet some of the coyotes last night. After we was leaving, saddle uh, what was that saddle ranch? Yeah. After the game, but but during the game, it was a good it was a good atmosphere. We had fun. We should have go to more games. So I need to apologize to the um, I need to apologize, apologize to the the coyotes in their home base cuz we should have been there a lot more mm-hmm. more times than last night and maybe they wouldn't be in last place. And maybe we could have cheered them on at least to an five
1: To yeah, I yeah, I want to want to I want to apologize as well saying that you know we should we should have been there all season show better support. But at the same time, when you out there playing the game of hockey, which I'm not too familiar with, but I do know enough, especially from last night getting uh, up close Hand experience with it, um, you got to – It wasn't great hockey to be played. It wasn't great hockey displayed. It was
3: you know I felt a bunch sorry of young you.
1: guys just skating around on ice. You could tell,
3: and, and they was I, I know they can't wait to the season's over. That's just a that's a terrible feeling. Yeah, absolutely, feeling. absolutely. You know I felt sorry for um, Mike Smith. He they was taking so many shots at him. Mm-hmm. The uh, the goalie for the uh, Cowboys. They took so many shots at him, it was ridiculous. It was almost like, I mean, he had, he had a lot of great saves, but not enough. And then, the, the, well, the Cowdies played the Buffalo Sabres last night. Mm-hmm. They had too many shots on goal last night. Yeah. I, I mean, that was one of the things I kept watching. Like, why are you play on the other side of the ice? Mm-hmm. Get on the other side of the ice, and, <laughs> and Mike Smith stopped getting all these shots at them. And it's no, it's no wonder why they lose on average. They give up three points a game.
1: All right, and that has to be exhausting for that for that goal. The Mike Swift, like you were saying, at one point it got to what like thirty-five to fifteen shots in the middle of the second period. Th- yeah, yeah, it was I tell in you, the middle, maybe 30, late. It was second thirty-three,
3: period. seventeen, or nineteen. Because we was looking at them, we we're like, wow, they get that many shots on goal.
1: Yeah. And, and it was one point, what was it, the second period move? where they had like three shots. The Coyotes only had about three shots. The whole period. To the Sabres. Yeah, the whole. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty, it was that bad. But, you know, it was still a close game. They were still in it. that's coming from the defense of Mike Smith trying to hold up, you know, that goalie.
3: Yeah. All night. Um, now it was a 4 It was 4-1, but the game was really 2-1. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was really 4-1, but most of the game it was because the goalie left the net twice, and that was just, that's just the defensive. So that's more offensive than anything, right? Uh, but the Cowboys, man, in the Western Conference, the Pacific Division, rank seventh. Record is twenty three. You go that many games. Let me count this up. That's sixty nine. You had eight ties, but your record is twenty three, forty six, and eight. How do you lose forty six games? What you call this a? Uh, because they were talking about moving this franchise out of Arizona, right? But I think the great—I think one of the great things about it—you can get people here, but you still get to play on ice. And some of these guys come from cold weather places. Some of these guys mm-hmm. been skate most—all these guys have not been skating before they learn how to walk. They skate better than they walk mm-hmm. in most cases. But twenty-three and forty-six—I can understand the conversation. I can stand every year the conversation. And maybe these was just idle threats, idle threats just to get what they want. Now, we're talking about the Arizona Coyotes, who used to be the um uh, what they used to be, the Phoenix Coyotes or something like that. The uh, But they 23, 46, lost eight. It was a good game to be be there. But when, I, when, atmosphere I, when, I, when was, I was there, I, love I just the didn't atmosphere. know they was, I just didn't know they was that bad. I didn't know it was, I didn't know the two worst teams in the league were playing last night.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't have known that, but no. because we're, we're we're poor hockey fans or poor hockey
3: um I used to play attenders. hockey in college. I used Did to, you? Yeah, on the video games.
1: Okay, that makes <laughs> sense.
3: <laughs> I used to play on the video games. And that's how I learned the rules. That's how I learned hockey uh-huh. on the video games and, and what penalties was and icing and all those things. Um, but it was, it was one of my favorite games. I, I should get back into it because it was fun. It was fun, but I don't play video games. And if I do play one, it may be... Um, as I contradict myself, it may be uh, not um, Assassin's Creed, which I need to upgrade my Assassin's Creed because I don't play video games.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But the, um, I mean, it, it, you don't see a lot of star power. And we talk about that a lot on the show on, uh, with sports in general. You don't see a lot of that star power on this, on this Arizona Coyotes hockey team. Mm-hmm. Who was the guy? Oliver Larson. He, he was probably everywhere. Then we had some guys that was just skating like madmen, which was and you know, it's good to see. And they might be auditioning for a job elsewhere. You don't know what these guys contracts are like. But it was good to see that. But when you don't have enough star power, that that could be a problem.
1: Right. And not only that, this Coyotes seems very young. You know, they but that comes from years after, you know, taking losses, having earlier draft picks after and draft picks leaving. and yeah, and guys also turning over and leaving. So I think now they're finding out that the young base that they do have, like you said, Larson. He's a young ekman, uh,
3: Oliver ekman larson
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the game. He's been drafted since '09, but he's starting to get that actual NHL play. Yeah. Uh, he's passed the development league along with uh, the kill. Scored the goal last night, Murphy. Uh, you know, he, he, it, it takes that that chemistry, that time together. Hopefully, they'll keep, they can keep this team around, and because you know they, they, I mean, they you could tell like they they were wanting to win, but. <laughs> The Sabres were just too big. You could tell they were already, they just looked, yeah. It, it looked like a bully fight. Yeah, it looked like a bully Let just me, uh, picking on a kid the whole shout game. Shout
3: out to Christian uh, Larson who hooked us up with the tickets. Uh, you know, they do the charter and all that stuff for the Cowboys. She did for a lot of the teams. Um, but I met her years ago, about 20, uh, about 18 years ago. But the Cardinals did not doing the Cardinals charter. So shout out to her. appreciate the tickets. Yes. But Oliver Ekman Larson, leads in goals, leads in points. This is their guy. Mm-hmm. Again, I feel bad for Mike Smith who's giving up 3 point uh 1 points uh, I mean goals a, a game on average. I said the Cowboys might be the worst team in the league. The Sabres after beating them last night 4-1, which the score was really 2-1 after the after the goalie's uh after the goalie left the net, the so Cowboys Mike left the net. The Sabres are 21-47 and 8. The Cowboys still after losing that game 23 46-8 and eight. So they might not be The worst team in the league But the worst two teams Played last night Right And again I apologize As we move on To some other sports We're going to be at more games We're going to have to get The press pass We're going to be at more games Although press pass Is too secluded I'd rather be in the fa- I'd rather be in the, sta- in the Area The atmosphere Where the fans are Right, a more fans. feel, yeah. more
1: thrill of the game. Because that atmosphere, like
3: I said last night, was it was incredible. What do you think about the C? So, would you move down or would you stay in that seat? Because you could see everything where we were. Yeah, and you could definitely. And it was right in the middle, but I, I don't know if you would move down unless you want to be near the hockey player.
1: I don't want to do I, – mm, I don't need to be that
3: close. Because they don't get in the way.
1: Exactly. Yeah, there's going to be too many hats and helmets in the way. Mm. They bump up against that glass. <laughs> that glass looked like it was about to come down so many times. sometimes. Yeah.
3: Like number 41 for the Sabre it was it Oh man 41, can, 47 Those flags. were
1: some Yeah, those were some beasts
3: Yeah, he can break those some Those were some
1: dogs on skates uh, Good atmosphere though I enjoyed myself oh, I loved it, man
3: It was And, and then we all, uh, of, all the howling by the crowd I, Oh That was then nice We did too much We did too much last night We did too much We should have After the game We should have left Yeah We went to uh, Saddle Saddle Ranch And then whiskey. we went to Whiskey Row Whiskey Rose is a joke you Well I wondering. just wanted
1: to You know get the whole Thrill of the The, the hockey You know after the game but, but yeah, you know, again, NFL. you did meet
3: Some guys You yeah. did meet some Of the guys afterwards Right
1: uh, And I so, spoke briefly With them You know I yeah. told them, Hey it was my really My first outing To a hockey game And you know They asked me It was cool with it I was like Hey man you enjoy it You know sorry About the loss But hey You know man, you, Did you enjoy it And get their golf Come clubs back out. Right <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely
3: Them guys When I first came out here uh, The Penguins I was getting I was at the ping shop uh-huh. And the uh the penguins were out here. They were out here getting up. Uh, and they you know they they had some superstars back then. Oh yeah But they were um they were out here at the ping shop getting fitted for clubs <laughs> which was I thought was I thought was funny because they were in the midst of their season. The Pittsburgh Penguins was out here at the ping shop getting fitted for some clubs. And there were some superstars on that team um at that time. Well I mean they still are some on the team. But they were out here getting fitted. Well, you would have done the same Yeah, because uh, If you was living in Buffalo Or Pittsburgh in in that case Yeah (laughs) Coming out here to Arizona You would do the same exact thing It's just uh, the fact that I saw them there Which is not a big deal Because when I was working When I was doing uh, When I do my exos I I, I walk in The first person I see is Michelle Wee Mm -hmm. Now, I've been in there the whole time But you never know who you're going to bump into See, people The people who don't play my sports I like Like, Kaepernick is in there all the time I don't, mm-hmm. I just walk right by him, but if I see Michelle Wee, or not just her, but anybody who, uh, like RG3 was in there last year. Mm-hmm. But anybody that don't play my sport, or play football, you know, I'm, I'm, I like them because I know what it takes to get to that level, but you did it in another sport. Mm-hmm. So just seeing Michelle, Wee, and a lot of the golfers, not just the female golfers, but the other golfers also, just in there, and they more, they like, their eyes are wide open they like, oh, like Michelle Wee, she'll run up. she said, oh, I just want to meet you, uh, Kaepernick. I just want to meet you. She'll go up there, and, and they do stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. it's the same all around. Mm-hmm. You know, she want to see, she want to meet people that she see on TV. I think she's, she's from California. He, he Obviously, he plays out there. Right. So, but no, it's just, it's just yeah, I would have did the same thing. I would have got my club. Because <laughs> I'm coming from a cold place. Right. And Ping oh. take care of the athletes. So that's one of the reasons why I was in there. You get a, you get a huge discount. Let's mm-hmm. go into some college football real quick. We will be in and out of this one too, cause uh, Nick Saban gave a, a kid who uh, was at Georgia. He got kicked out of Georgia.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Gave him an opportunity. Oh, domestic people- domestic violence. Um, it was a domestic violence issue, which is still confusing me to this day. And I go back to something briefly, like real quick. I say the reason this stuff is happening is because what's on TV and what's on the radio. The music that's been playing, and these kids can't decipher. From as you get older, you can decipher between the two: what's real, real, and what's the uh, reality, and what's not. Mm-hmm. This kid is—he's hit a—he's um, hit his girlfriend, or hit a woman, whomever she may be, to him. But he's hit her. Uh, defense lineman Jonathan Taylor—he was arrested on domestic violence charges. Got kicked out of Georgia. Had two incidents at Georgia. Nick Saban brings him in. Nick Saban, I understand. I understand if you want to get a kid a ch- uh, another chance, I can do second chances.
1: Yeah, what you should. But this
3: might be his third This is third chance. He was kicked off uh, Georgia football team in July after being arrested on charge of a fel- felony aggravated assault. Yeah, well, Nick and Saban probably looked at it violence. as
1: Athens, Georgia, is just not your place to be. He shouldn't so be an idiot. Arrested your second chance assault. is bringing you to, you know, Alabama So get out of Georgia Come to Alabama But how you do that this again This is your second chance And then, right Then it happens again
3: uh, Here, Here's where I am with that I, I, Nick Saban I understand that But sometimes How you say things And people don't like how you say it Even though you mean well they they bash you for that I, I think Nick Saban getting a lot of criticism Just because he he's, he's not emotional in what he, how he said He just say, you know, I'm, so, I'm not sorry for the opportunity I try to give another a kid a second chance. And mm-hmm. that, that is a second chance. I don't think this kid should ever play another down. I don't think he should play another down. And I'm not saying he's a kid that he should be held to the highest standard. Kids mm-hmm. make mistakes. I'm not saying because you go to a prestigious university, college or university, that you should be a man or woman at that point. You still going to make kid mistakes. But when you get that many chances... And here's why I say there should always be a psychology, uh, psychologist evaluation with these kids. You have to put if you've been in trouble once, like, uh, like your boy who's gonna get still get drafted in the top ten. Uh, oh, Randy Gregory tested positive for weed. Who cares? Tested mm-hmm. positive for weed. All right, so what? It's not abuse. He still went out there and performed. Looked better than anybody out there. Mm-hmm. That's why he's gonna get Especially still picked in position. The, <laughs> gonna still Especially get picked.
1: Especially
0: yeah
3: in the first round. And a top 10 Okay so when you get these kids And they Oh let's say they had some problems And most kids They come in with problems But where's the Where's that psychologist Where's that evaluation Where, Well let me find out What's going on You find out Have the kid ever been arrested Or not But you never found out Have you been in trouble Because being arrested And being in trouble Are two different things to me I know right. a lot of people Who's been in trouble But never been arrested Right And they continue That same pattern You got uh, Jonathan Taylor Who's had second chances I, I just don't I, I just don't get it in what, was, what we've seen all year during, during the NFL. If you, if you are any good at what you do, the NFL is not going to pick you up because your boy from, uh, what's his name, Gregory?
1: Yeah, Randy Gregory.
3: Randy Gregory. He's just going to walk right into the NFL drug policy, mm-hmm. which is okay. Now, now you got to monitor that. Now he's going to be monitoring. But you talking about domestic violence, aggravated f- felony you're talking about some stuff that nobody's tolerating anymore. And, you talk, and, and, it's all and you're talking about toleration. time
1: after time, yeah. like in a small window. Like it's not like it's been it's years. Is, <laughs> it's, it's like not, a, dim it's a light. couple of months. I'm still under investigation for one uh, story, and then yeah. here comes a whole another one. Once I move to out of out of the situation, I move it to a whole another different situation. Same story though. So, you know, where does this end? Where do you stop this at the college level? Because because of what happened with the NFL and how uh, the media just blew it up and, you know, the whole domestic violence issue around the game of football, basketball, you know, cuz in NASCAR, like I still say to this day, it happens. You know, they the guy got suspended and they uplifted his suspension okay. and they moved on from
3: it. And that wasn't his first one time. Right.
1: You? But in the game of football, regarding football, I mean, you you changing lives over one incident. I mean, it could be like multiple incidents on this kid's standpoint. Yeah, he should be done. But um, well, they giving Gray Hardy
3: it. no more chances. But Dallas right. picked him up. But everybody got something to say about it. If I give you a second chances, then <clears throat> if if this here's the contradicting part about it. This country that we live in, land of opportunity. Yeah,
2: land, land of, sec- of second chances. Second chances.
3: But everybody come here for the opportunity, but the people here that are here don't mm-hmm. get those 2nd They're not afforded that. They don't get that second chance without reservations. They don't get that second chance without the criticism that come with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But anybody else can come to this country that's not from this country, which I'm not going to even define who's not from this country. <laughs> I'm not going to define that. And I, it's not who you think I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. They get the second chance. They get the second chance it's not from this country. They get their second chance. They get a chance to, to, uh, to become uh, successful. Not so much rich, but successful, uh, manageable. They change their status, their class status. Well, they change their status. But the people that are here, we hold them, too. And, and I don't know if you hold your own family members to a higher standard. You should mm-hmm. because you should know better but nobody's helping them along the way. Nobody's put that uh, evaluation, where's that psychological evaluation that these kids, I think everybody should go through Everybody has, a, I've said this on numerous occasions in different places In mm-hmm. as many times as I could. We all have about three, we all have different ages, mental, psychological, and uh, spiritual, and, and also our physical age. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking to these kids about where they are on a balance On a, on a balance scale Where they are mm-hmm. And how they fit Into a certain program We'll take a quick break We'll come back we we'll finish up To this Because yeah. still Nick Saban I, I want to get on to What, he's, what he was saying Kwame Sports Talk Demer Lache We'll be right back
2: Your internet Flagship station For sports
0: America's Sports.
2: The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life
1: After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Internet flagship station for sports.
2: Voice America Sports. Yeah.
3: Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Voice. Yeah. Hola, hola.
0: Hola. Weed them
3: boys. Welcome back. I let that play for a little while. We welcome back to our last sports talk. We are live. It is our Tuesday, our first Friday, before we take a break on Wednesday and come back Thursday Ow. and do it all again. That's that call. He, the uh, Coyote, out now. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of, uh, of the Coyotes. You ain't got no shirt last night. If you was I a fan. I did not.
1: I was trying to catch a shirt, but yeah, the what? DB of Kwame Lasseter tried to step in front oh, like man. a DB. No, I was and in front of you. You know what? He I, let I the hell came mary. I was in front of you. you was, come on, I Did I tell the story? Go ahead, man. So, at the time period, like you say, why I didn't buy a shirt? Because it was a free shirt coming my way. But then it was the DB. It was just That got on top of his chair. Yeah, some guy. Beckham. He did a Beckham on me. <laughs> Odell Beckham. This guy, this guy, Kwame jumps up in his seat. I ain't jump. He jumps in his seat. Oh, okay. Attempts to grab the shirt. I mean, he had two hands on the shirt and everything. Ooh, oh, it was beautiful. Oh, no, I did. Your hands, You did you not nip the shirt? Did night? you
3: feel the linen? Mm-mm. I saw it. We got to go back to the camera yeah, We got to yeah. go back. They we got, got it gotta go on tape. Everything is oh, available. Oh, they do have it on tape. Everything is available, but, but I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I didn't want to fall. I didn't want to be... I've never... Even going to any game, every game, I've never reached out for a shirt, it's but that one looked like it was coming right to me. It looked like it was worth, It was coming right. It, but it did. It curved at the last <laughs> second. It did curve, <laughs> and then this guy,
1: three rows up, I'm talking three, what, four rows. He did an Odell Beckham. A Odell Beckham one. called me so bad. I mean, it was Nasty the way the he shirt. caught it. And he fell. Yeah. Who? <laughs> the guy who oh. caught the shirt. He fell. He got up though. It was Well, you such was, a fan. That was a highlight.
3: You such a fan. You should have <laughs> went to the um the, the uh shop, pro shop and got some.
1: Nah, the line was too long, man. The I line had to get was out of it.
3: Them shops it, you might have it could have been because uh them shirts gotta be on them sale. Now. <laughs> they have to be on them sale. You know what? I'm 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 now going to hockey games. <laughs> we, we just, I just, the only reason I don't the only reason I don't, this is the only reason. It's cold in there.
1: It Man, was, pretty, you, it was you know
3: a hockey. This guy walks into the stadium say says, it's cold in here. I thought he was playing. He was in a hockey arena
1: where there's <laughs> ice everywhere. It was a little chill. I should have wore a long <laughs> sleeve. I didn't know what I was getting myself into.
3: That's why they, they got to make the atmosphere according to what the sport is. You go to a football game, you smell grass. Yeah. They open it, if, you, if you're in a dome, they open no, the roof. I, I get it. I get it. Okay, I well, just don't talk we're crazy. A yeah, I, I, game, no, I you, thought you were playing. You I thought the camera was on me. I thought I was a candy camera on me because you said it's cold in here. You <laughs> put he a camera game. on that that shirt attempt.
1: <laughs> the the, that I was, wish that would.
3: That was See, funny. there might be somebody a little better than me, so everybody can believe it. But I'm going to hockey games now. The only reason I don't go, as I was saying, is it's too far. It's in Glendale. That's true. It's in Glendale. Now, I'm a fan, but I'm not a fanatic. Now I'm a fanatic. I don't care where stadium. It can be in a, a Wickenburg and <laughs> right, I'ma go. Right. But it's in Glendale. Yeah. And then on and then seven o'clock at night and I'm already ra- I was laying down. hmm I was laying down. Then you text me, I'm on my way, I'm like, damn, I forgot all about the game. Cause I was full <laughs> from that uh coach and Willis oh, eating that bacon burger. Man, my stomach still tore up. I had to do two, three and four. I was done.
1: <laughs> TMI. TMI. <laughs>
3: Hey, let's get back to this. uh, 888-346-9144, that is the number. Alabama coach Nick Sabian would not apologize for signing Jonathan Taylor, but he did say Monday that he was very, very sorry for the way that this worked out. Sabian Sabian and athletic director Bill Battle and Alabama administrator gave Taylor what they call a second chance, and many of us do. In January, a year as he was dismissed from Georgia following arrest for the felony of aggravated assault and family violence. What kind of nonsense is that? I added that part to it. On Saturday night, <laughs> the six foot four, three hundred thirty-five pound defensive lineman was arrested again on domestic violence charge. He was dismissed on Sunday. Now, I agree with Nick Saban. I agree with, with the whole thing in this case. I don't think he should have. This wasn't his second chance. It might have been his third chance. Nick Saban said, I'm not sorry for giving him an opportunity. I understand that. Although Nick Saban wanted to win anyway. Mm-hmm. If Georgia let him go. And mm-hmm. he he probably was trying to recruit this guy out of high school anyway. Right. But, but he decided to go to Georgia. I mean 6'4 335. That sounds like a Nick Saban. And they character. and they need to stop the yeah, they need to stop the run.
2: Yeah.
3: Well they, they need some pressure. They don't need to stop the run. They stop the run well. It's their secondary that's a problem. I'm not sorry for the opportunity that he gave this guy. He is sorry for the way Things worked out That makes sense to me Where's the problem with this But everybody have, Because how Nick Saban And who Nick Saban is And how he say his thing, mm-hmm. says things You don't like it So you think He should have been More apologetic You don't like it So mm-hmm. how he said it So you think He's not emotional Like I say stuff And you think I don't care That's just how Regardless of how I say it It's going to mean The same thing Right But you want me to be Sympathetic, little yeah, emotion. Yeah, put put emotional Put emotions to it. I don't put emotions to it. I say, it with, I say how it is, and then you can have a conversation after that of what it is. I don't have to be. I don't, I understand the empathy. I understand the sympathetic part of it. I understand all that. I just like being straightforward. I just like to say it how I say it because <laughs> right. maybe I don't know better. Maybe I need to lay on somebody's couch uh, and get <laughs> evaluated. No, I'll pass we, we on do. that,
1: but... Yeah, that sounds like like you were saying six four three thirty five. He's twenty one years old. I I appreciate. I I see what Nick Saban is doing. I mean, he's known to help kids out once they get any type of issues, giving them that second chance. I applaud that to the ceiling because that's what these kids actually need. They need to, you know, they need to show to be shown. Hey, you messed up. Here's another chance. You do get a second. A lot of these other kids, you know, look at Ray Rice, you don't get a second chance at a certain level cuz they expect more out of you. You're 18. I'll take you. Or you're what is 21? 20 years old. 21 I'll take years you. Old, yeah. yeah, I'll take you again because you're not at that level yet of the NFL where if you mess up there, you're done. Let me get you underneath my my wing and I'll teach you as long and along with, you know, teaching the game as well. But at the same time, I mean this guy, this kid gets there win. January. Yeah And it's what January, February, March At the end of March Which means he's Which you ain't been there What a, about a quarter of the year He's an alleged idiot Yeah <laughs> and, and Nick Saban <laughs> Here you go for I mean I, I, I agree praise I, 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 I praise Nick no, I praise Nick Saban For bringing him in Giving him a second chance
3: Isn't Nick the highest but paid But you coach? gotta
1: know Of course mm-hmm. You know that And that's what That's what high paid coaches do They take, do take these risks They have the ability To take these risks right. Get rid of the problem And you know Come back same deal This is why he gets That higher million dollar Ticket spent, <laughs> At Alabama Man this
3: guy spent the year In junior college too Okay that's fine That's fine i, that's, that's, I that's great. the best Went to junior college I'm glad
1: you Glad you made it out of junior college Because it's, it's hard It ain't easy It it's ain't hard. easy Going through just junior college Because you're in a town It's easy to get recruited It ain't, it ain't easy Because most junior it colleges junior
3: college. Are in small towns Right And where you More than likely To get in trouble Is mm-hmm. in a small town Where there's no And I think we had This conversation off the air you're not going to find In any Big name shops You might find An ice cream shop But it mm-hmm. won't be Baskin and Robbins Or Dairy Queen It might right. be uh, 18 flavors Of this and that <laughs> <laughs> But it, it won't be The things you know about And that's usually Where you, you get in trouble Because it mm-hmm. maybe it's so boring Now according to An incident report In Tuscaloosa Police Department Officer responded To a call near The Alabama campus To speak to a woman Who told police She was assaulted By her boyfriend The 24 year old victim had minor injuries to her neck from the assault. Officer also noticed a bedroom door that had been had a hole punched in it. Mm.
1: Why would you do that to your own self? We know who put the hole in the wall. Six four three thirty five in twenty four year old woman. I think we can guess and see. Well, who she had put a, a hole. Well, I don't through know. The wall.
3: Look at this. Now I'm a detective by trade. I know a lot of things about Trey. She had minor injuries to her neck. He could have grabbed her by her neck and put her head through the wall. <laughs> I'm not laughing I apologize <laughs> Now That um <laughs> He punched the wall She would've It's a good thing He didn't punch her It would've been more Than minor injuries He's 21 She's 24 She pushed her neck Through the wall I wanna see who she is I, I, If I can find her name I gotta look her up Man he went to uh Her name ain't gonna drop Till next month Right Till she got it in, well, I don't know what they she gonna drop names mm. Unless you were on TMZ They'll drop some names But TMZ get paid to drop names This guy spent a year in junior college. How would you put a hole in the wall? Well, He he got kicked out of Georgia, spent a year in junior college. Mm -hmm. Didn't come to Alabama. Didn't get in trouble in junior college, so everybody felt like he was going to be okay. He's still facing trials in uh, in, in Georgia, not in Georgia, on two felony counts of aggravated assault. And then, as you mentioned, January, February. March. March. It ain't even April yet. It's not even April Fools yet. Mm-hmm. For Them Fools on April That's tomorrow uh, That's tomorrow But it That much time What See I, I've always said <clears throat> Maybe they He love her Because only somebody Who You love Can make you that mad Maybe they can make you That frustrated To do something like that I don't know I don't know how you Become this great athlete <clears throat> If great is the right word For this kid uh, Jonathan Taylor And lose your mind The way you lose your mind Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able. To, you shouldn't be able to do. You got to always play with a calm mind. And nobody's teaching these kids how to play with a calm mind on the field and off the field. And and to me, that becomes a problem. With uh, because with in society, I mean all. All due respect. I mean,
1: grown up, when you grown up, you you get someone you know, takes you under your under your wing, trains you, shows you the right ways to train. Oh, you're gonna be a star! Like, like we had this conversation a bunch of times on the show. People pump you up and say you, you're a star. You're untouchable. You're, you know, you're God's gift on the field.
3: And they true go.
1: And then they don't really teach you that whole aspect. We need more, not necessarily father figures. It can be a doctor. It could be a teacher. It could be a best friend. Your best friend's dad. Right. Someone needs to get a hold of these young athletes and just let them know, just to tell them like, hey. You, you got to learn the aspects of life. You're getting older now. You got to understand, yeah, work hard on the field, but off the field, this is what you need to know. Not just going to class, passing your classes, and then dominating football. You got to understand the aspects of life because now you're under a microscope. You're under you know, a, a scope, an individual. I mean, you're dominating the game of football. People are going to look at you in a certain way. You got to be careful what you do, how to handle yourself. I mean, it's a bunch of guys just doing it right. It's more than enough guys that, that have proven That they done it right but In a correct it way But always
3: good When um, When you find that Guy who stays you From the beginning to end And he or she uh, And sometimes women do it most, most times Women But they don't want anything At the end of your success Or during your success They just want to see You be successful I got I got people in my life Like that mm-hmm. And then I got more than not People in my life like yeah, that
1: Yeah and then you got Your old fair, sh- fair share Of people like Hey man you made it uh, You remember me you know, I, since I helped you get to this level, I got since this I one helped friend. you.
3: Now I know he, I know he's joking, but he's a he's he's still a friend. Mm-hmm. He said, "Man, I'm the one Who shows you how to run this route, or the run." Mm-hmm. Right, I'm right. The, I'm the reason why you don't get bit on uh, uh sluggles <laughs> and sticking moves. And he said, "Oh, you still falling for that?" But see, I can appreciate that. In which I know he, he, both of us know he full of it. But mm-hmm. I appreciate, I appreciate that because. When I was playing, I had to go back to Virginia just so I know that they, they were the only ones gonna tell me the truth. They was the only because they watched the games. They found someone to watch the games. They go to a bar. They were the only ones. And I, when I say they and the only, they were the only ones that would tell me the truth. And some of the closest people wouldn't do it. But my friends, say, man, what was either on balling or they explain what they did see. And they, then they ask me a question so they can get the better sense of what they thought they saw. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what coverage was I in? How did this happen? I saw you trailing. No, you didn't see me trailing. You see me coming from a, somewhere else. So then I got spraying that to them, and they understand. And I, and I give it to them real because I know that's why mm-hmm. I go home. I was going home twice a year before the season even started just to, get, just to say, okay, I'm from here. Do I want to come back here? Mm-hmm. And everybody needs Some type yeah, of motivation Just to get that motivation
1: that, Yeah Do I come I agree back with home? That. And these are
3: my friends And everything But And, and my grandmother And, and my mom at the, Everybody was back home Do I want to come back To Virginia And work in the shipyard Do I want to do that mm-hmm. So yeah I I mm. A lot of these kids need that uh, type of motivation, but it was always good when you can find somebody who gets you from start to finish because now these little, these little uh, pop warner leads, right. they're so aggressive. Right. These coaches are yelling at these kids. These kids don't even understand the game. <laughs> they don't understand the game, and I know for and I can see the way they watch the way they play. You haven't taught them any technique. You just took the fastest guy and put him in position, and you took the biggest guys and put him on the line, and you never taught them the game. You say, block this guy in front of you. You know they don't know schemes or anything. Especially in part one of the league, mm-hmm. they don't know schemes. They don't know technique. But you yelling at them because you know why? The coaches and the people outside who put these teams together mm-hmm. are betting on these kids. They make big money on this. Mm-hmm. Regardless of mm-hmm. they betting on these kids,
1: which yeah, which is which is ridiculous. And they're not like I was saying. They don't. I don't <laughs> think they touch on all aspects. You know, once the kid because the kid is like he's being taught to be, you know, uh, aggressive. You're being taught to, you know, they're not teaching these kids the schemes and everything. you you get that by the time you grow up and get other coaches. But right. like you said, the Pop Warren League, they're just trying to teach you how to be aggressive, to be the most threatening kid on the field. So that way, you know, I can ride your tail or get you to that ne- next level and then, you know, look for the next kid coming up and oh. then look for, look for, you know, some help once that kid gets older or whatnot. It, yeah, it's, it's definitely written on the board. It's it's so easy. You know, you see that
3: so much right now. In life. I'm going like, to ask you society. this. You're a coach. Now, you, we talk about young kids and their training. I'm going to ask you this question. What kind of training is necessary for your position? What kind of training? It's necessary for your position. Speed. And
1: Speed training, definitely. I'm
3: talking receiver now.
1: Speed, hands. Um... <clears throat> Coordination. I mean, I, I get, get kind of specific because I've I've been through some some good coaches. So see, yeah, because you're talking I'm, more. I, I go balance footwork. You're talking yeah. more
3: quality and necess- necessities. I'm, I'm talking about what would you put a kid through to get him to that speed, to get him to the hands, have them hands and confidence in that, like different mm-hmm. training because the position receiver and DB is not too far apart. Right. Because when you get on the football field, and here's the here's the dumb thing people say. And it might not be too. Let me, let me take that back. It might not be too dumb because I've seen some DBs who can't catch. They say uh, DBs are receivers who can't catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you explain that with my numbers? I know some guys got. <laughs> I know some guys got great numbers and, and play played defense back. But receivers and DB are interchangeable. They play all over the field. Yeah. There's some positions where they can't. Uh, like a receiver can go there. She, he, he might be able to go back and play safety. Mm-hmm. He might better go and play corner I know something I know something to do that But the, their mental Their mentality is I don't feel like hitting I, I don't want to get hit So I want to play receiver mm-hmm. and, my, and my mentality was I'm I'm not trying to get hit I'd rather hit than get hit mm-hmm. So I was a defensive back But I played all those positions But we're the only ones on the field That are interchangeable We can play all over the field We run down on kickoff We, right, right. we catch punts and return kicks I did all that from zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. All the way to returning kick. I returning punts. I'm sorry, not kicks. I returning punts in the pro. Mm-hmm. But what is what is the necessary training for your position? And, and for me, it would be. Well, for my my position, I would say first
1: and foremost, attack the football. Attack it. Don't get hit. <laughs> don't get. Just don't get t- touched That's how you score touchdowns That's how you move the ball That's how you get first downs See I used
3: to tell receivers I'm going to hit you anyway You might as well catch the ball <laughs> I said I'm going to hit you Anyway catch the ball no. Just attack you, the football You, you, know, you as got as you didn't yeah. you, you think I'm about to hit you I'm going to hit you anyway Whether it's going to be 15 yards or not Just catch the ball
1: mm-hmm.
3: Let's take a quick break Come back and finish up the show Kwame supposed Sports Talk Dem Lashley We're going to take a quick break We'll be right back to the end Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective. Live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Your Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
3: I of a walk around the world
2: to ease my hey, troubled mind I left my body lying somewhere in the sands of time talk, I watched the world float to the dark side of the room we, we got a bunch of supermans in there. Definitely in
1: there. On, on subject right now. This is, uh, this is what these youth coaches, you know, coaching want these kids up to, to be. be.
3: They want them to be Superman. yeah. They want them to be that. They want to be Superman, but they want to be technique.
1: At a young age, yeah, and they don't want to, like you said, teach you the techniques, teach you the skills to, to make you the Superman. They just want you to be tough and learn the game or just, you know, they're not teaching you the game, you know, the, the game of football or the game of basketball, no matter, depending on the sport. Uh, it just don't slow you down, teaches the techniques. It's not like golf where you actually from the get go of playing since I've been playing golf, it's all they're teaching me don't even hit the ball yet. <laughs> yeah, just, it was hit just a T. Swing it. Yeah. See the hit ball the away, your ball. mind
3: does does something different. Right. And I'm I'm aggressive, you know, hey, give me the ball. I'm ready. Well that's how no, I was not. too when I first started playing. The, yeah. I tried to kill that ball. And then I was trying to kill range balls. I'm like, I'm not buying them ball. Look at all those range <laughs> balls out there. Yeah. And then I realized that those <laughs> balls don't compress they compress differently than, than a a real ball And range balls just mm-hmm. for practice That's for just Your launch angle And, and uh, direction you, You're not trying To get distance But you can hit mm-hmm. them far But there's only A handful of those balls But yeah you, Mentally you gotta Get these kids I think mentally First You mm-hmm. gotta get these Supermen ready to play
0: mm-hmm.
3: You gotta get them Ready to play So then you teach Them technique You mentioned golf People wanna get out there And just hit the ball And swing away Right. First of all Second of all We got Doug on the line Doug uh, Welcome back to the show
0: Hey, thank you, man. I was trying to get down there to the studio yesterday, just, uh, time frame didn't work out, man. So. It's all good, I Doug. Go home and, yeah, I tried to go home and take a little nap real quick, and I just, uh, woke up like 11 o'clock. It's all good. Yeah, so, but, uh, it's good to be back, be in the studio. Well, I don't know, because, uh, I've got that surgery on Thursday, so I might be out of commission for a couple of days. So I'll probably be calling in, buying my frozen bag of peas with me.
3: All you getting is a, uh, Snip so you don't have no more kids
0: <laughs> Yes sir
3: Oh you just got to put ice on it Oh yeah For uh, yeah. I think for two days
0: Yeah they were saying something about
3: not to uh, lift anything over like a gallon of milk and, Yeah that's bull crap No well, you can lift a gallon you, you 250 pounds you can lift a gallon of milk
0: That's why I told her, I said I work out every day On oh, big guy she goes it doesn't matter it's just the strain It's, it's
3: the strain It's what they're talking about
0: Yeah because uh, Basically you're using a core muscle which is a tax you know, let me ask you this whatever else down there but anyways
3: let uh, me ask you this why are you getting it done
0: you know how many kids I already have come on now you ain't got more than me I think I do I think I'm yes <laughs> yeah, I got five you got five kids yeah oh well obviously Jason is Angie's but I'll have four all yeah, the girls are all mine
3: I hate when um, not but, hate I don't like when men say that that's that's not my kid he didn't come from me but I know how you treat him, so he's really your kid. So I know how I know yeah, how it go down. My dad's but
0: still in the picture, so I. You, can't you don't take the kids.
3: woman without the kids.
0: That's just the bottom line to that. Well, she took. I mean, I had Kaylee before, and she took Kaylee right. you know, in and everything else. So right. I mean, they're, we both view him as our kids. But obviously, like his dad's still in the picture. He goes and visits him. So that's always you know, good when a, a connection, no.
3: I think that's always good when a dad. You got a relationship with the uh, the other male counterpart, the other male counterpart, because you oh, know, yeah. a, a male's a son. Two things real quick And I'll get into this A son You know You got more male influence it, it's, it's good growing up And then the mothers Are an important part Of their lives also But You know Sons and their uh, Mother Fathers and their daughters They got to have That type of balance Now let's move on to this I know why you're getting it done You got a bunch of kids and You don't want to Or protection anymore Does the yeah. punishment Fit the crime For the Browns and the Falcons This is This is the Headline not my headline, but this is my reading. Do the, does the punishment fit the crime for the Browns and the Falcons? And Falcons, man, uh, they, um, they created some noise uh, in the game that you thought they were cheering loud, and I, so did I. But then I realized, wait a minute, they got a losing record. They losing. What are they cheering for? And you wonder where that noise come from or uh, why it was so loud. The Falcons, I think his name was Ray Brown. I, I would get to I would look that up. Mm. I mean, the Cleveland Browns. He makes a text during a game saying, put somebody in. I think it was Johnny Manziel, put somebody in, which is the most idiotic thing. And the fact that it came out, I think when coaches left, they started saying, well, he texted me to tell me put this person in. You shouldn't be texting me during the game. First of all, I'm not sure, was it a phone text or was it doing the, the skybox to the, to the headset text? Nobody has a phone on the sideline. Well, you can text a coach during the midst of a game. That's well, now true. they got
1: those new, uh, where oh, they have uh, the uh, what well, those, those tablets on the sideline. Yeah. So they, oh, yeah. they're away the from like the stuff. boards in, anymore. So yeah, it could have been an email, some type of message being sent uh, from the side box be, that's, there to the sideline. That's
3: true. I didn't think of that. But yeah. But you don't, you stay out. Here's what, I, if you're an administrator, stay out of football business. And by football business, I mean coaching. If you want to be a coach, apply for the job. If you want to do the numbers and, and, and figure out what players can come here, once you get those players here, leave it to the coaches to coach these guys up and, and put their, all the schemes and, and intricate parts of game plans together. Mm-hmm. You stay out of it. Don't tell me who to play because you don't know what quarterback is getting in this rhythm. Right. And then you want to put another quarterback in because you think, oh, well, we got to sell tickets. I, I don't agree with that. So that's the punishment. I think it was four games. I think it was four games and $250 fine or something like that for that action right there. Yep. Um, and then um, the, the Atlanta Falcons orchestrated a false crowd noise. Same thing Minnesota used to do. Minnesota got away from that. But mm-hmm. well, how you thought you was going You're just going to get away with that? They did it for two years. So now they lose a draft pick. They lose a 2016 draft pick. So does the punishment fit the crime for these guys, the Falcons and Cleveland Browns? Demry
1: Mm, just because of what The crowd noises And well, then he, You he know got, that, that had some to deal with it Well right? the,
3: the Falcons uh, he's, he's suspended from The competition committee He's on the competition committee mm-hmm. And he does this And they lose a draft pick In the fifth round for 2016 <laughs> that, that, Which is Now right. fifth rounders You can find a real Stud guy That's one That's the incident With the Atlanta Falcons The other one we talked about Was the Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns And the taxing And yeah I mean it's How is that it, a punishment though? I could text my own player saying, "Put this guy but, in." I mean, you can,
1: but at the same time, it's. It, I mean, it's, it's it's policies. It's. I don't think it's. You should have any type of phone messaging from the. Uh, you got enough with the headsets. You can do enough in that moment of sense right there, right then and there. That's enough for me. I don't think the the the, the having an advantage of texting on the sideline and. Uh, it, it just takes the whole ability, like you said. If you want to be a coach, you should be a coach. Don't be a uh, part of the office management company. I agree with that point, but at the same time, you shouldn't be, you know, texting your head coach uh, or messing up the flow, you know, of the of the game or the QB play of the offense because the players are figuring it out, and you know, you're really in a box situation where you you in a system where you can't even play you can't even focus on your game because it's a structure you you don't know when you're going to get pulled out the game right. as a player so a it player. messes up that chemistry and then the crowd noise I, I don't you know I I don't find anything it's wrong be- with it honestly because look at this point
3: every first down it's beneficial right. I think it's I think it's it is
1: beneficial I don't think it's illegal because think about this point you first second down you get a big hit what's was played after that big hit music yeah crowd gets to it that's enough. I mean, you you got music. What you gonna do? Just cut the music, cut the uh, chanting, cut the chants. But it's constant. Are you gonna voice. cut
3: that? They talking about. I think there's more so of constant. If I if I if I get an interception, boom, get tackle or score. Right. The crowd will go crazy. But That's then it subdue. It goes down.
1: But it's play after play where it's music being played, where it's noises. You know, just added to the game itself. I don't see anything wrong with it. See, I
3: do. But,
0: but there, isn't there a rule in the NFL that on uh, the offense or of the OS? The away team offense—you cannot play music or anything during their possession. Correct?
3: Yes, you can't do that. Uh, up now, now here's a here's—I think this is what Demery talking about. If, if if the away team the offense and my and we cheering, see, defense on defense. I didn't hear any noise because I was on defense, mm-hmm. whether it was at home, home or away. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hear that noise. Oh well, well, defense in the home game. Yeah, that makes sense. But if I'm on the away game, I don't hear that noise because they quiet for their offense. Right Now, I think them really, to what both you guys are saying, if if I'm, um, Doug, you said if, if the offense the away team is on the field, there might right. be a lot of noise from their fans because that's when the noise level go up. Like in um, right. Seattle, mm-hmm. you can make as much noise as you want to. I think it's that constant noise all the way through. And they was using, it's not the noise itself, it's the speakers they put out there to elevate that noise. right. And, and and who's gonna be evaluated next? The Seattle Seahawks, Kansas City Chiefs. They got the most and can and it's outdoors. These these places that's getting in trouble with this noise um uh indoor stadium indoor. like Minnesota mm-hmm. and Atlanta. They indoors so that, that sound stays put in there. Mm-hmm. But it's lot so you got you have loud noise. It's just they magnify it with the speakers. And I think that's the illegal part of it. Not the noise, because both of you guys right. Well, if that's the case. Then just
1: cut the cut the in between noise, cut the in between music off. If if that's the case, if you they got to put that, that show. Worried on. About, it's a show, right? It is a show, but if that's the case, that's worried about extra noise throughout the stadium because it's not just just music. It's you know they'll have old chanting uh, noises like, and then the crowd will get into it because they know they're. they're significant chant, and then they'll join into it, and it builds, you know, with the offensive, uh, with the other teams, the visiting team offense on the field, that's when all, you want your most noise to begin with anyway. So you might as well just cut that out if right. you, you know, stating that you can't play a little extra noise during while the crowd is, you know, uh,
0: making as much noise as they can for the defense. It's The next thing you know, they're going to come out and say, if you go to the game, you can't cheer or be loud.
3: Well, I, I don't put that past them because uh, I was just talking about this, <laughs> the the stereos, especially somewhere indoor. But
1: uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're gonna cut it that loose. It is like Kwame said; it is a show. You gotta have right. performers in the crowd as well as much as you gotta have it on the field, which you know so the fans all, will take care of that themselves anyway.
0: But we've all played the game, so we understand. I mean, the noise it, it, it shouldn't bother you. I mean, that's the the just. I mean, it's, we're talking football, but mm-hmm. even basketball and any professional sport, that's just kind of what comes with the game and being a professional sports is you get out there, the crowds get into it, stuff like that. You have your home field advantage and the other teams have their home field advantage. So look at Seattle with the 12th man and as loud as they get. So, I mean, do I, do I think it's over and above uh, uh, the punishment that they came down with? Of course. Um, But of course we've seen the NFL this last year really start coming down as far as punishments on, on quite a few topics that majority of them, we don't, agree with anyways. So who knows what's going on, but, you know, even to get to, you know, the Cleveland issue, because I know obviously there, the NFL has their electronic device policy. And I think that's what the whole issue was that was violated. But at the same time, who, what's the difference between texting, Hey, put this guy in or get on, you know, the headsets and have a headset up there, you know, coming back to him. So that's why I don't understand what the electronic, po- you know, device policy really Kind of curbs, you know, because what can you, you get the headset? You can talk to the coaches as much as on the cell phone. So, what are you trying to accomplish by having a? Because call
1: you're not phone? talking to all the coaches, because every coach uh, sideline personnel has the headset on. So, you're sending a direct message to certain coaches. You're sending that direct message just to maybe the old coordinator and the head coach. You know, you're not sending it to the receivers coach. you're not sending it to uh, the defense according to DB's coach because they got other stuff they got their positions to worry about so I mean I understand that point of it so
0: I mean because a lot depending on where you're at the head coach might have the headset that goes back and forth between the different channels and then you might have a coach you know you've got how many coaches up in the box communicating with different coaches down there so I know there's different channels when it comes to the headsets um, usually the head coach has you know like an offense defense that goes back and forth but I mean, it is what it is. I think both of them are a little bit over overabundant what it should be. You know, I mean, but I—I don't just, think um, NFL
3: I, I don't think um, if if I hire a coach or anybody I hire, I'm hiring you because I believe you can get the job done. So, but if I'm an, if I'm administrator, not administrator, but maybe it's even the GM, and that it's my it's not my team. Sometimes GM's just a guy that I hired to run my team. I'm leaving that job to you. I'm not gonna tell you who to put in, who to, and oh, I gave you money to do this. I'm saying you, the coach, here's your players. Go out and get the right players. So I don't see anything wrong with it. But what's the difference between going in the headset or or do, sending a text? Mm-hmm. Like, what would be the problem with that? Whose business in the way? If I if I if I'm the owner and I send a text to my head coach, put this guy in, I would feel uncomfortable as the head coach. You telling me who to play? You not that pride. You don't watch film. You don't understand this guy mentality. You just bought him for. Three to four years. Don't tell me who to put in, because you want to sell tickets, and that's how a lot of teams stay average or stay below the five hundred mark. Because too many of the wrong people get involved with the wrong business, the football side of it, the, the practice. Yeah, some, yeah, sometimes. Well, it used to be olden days. Jesus. Unfortunately, yeah, senior. We, we got to get out of here, man. We only got twenty seconds left. Oh, cool. Yeah, we we out of here, man. Show went by fast. Kwame Lasha Sports Talk. Dimlasha, say, Doug is on the line. We're going to take tomorrow off, come back Thursday and do it all again. And then then we'll talk about some the NFL rules, these, this new PAT nonsense and what's going to take place. Until then, we'll talk to you guys Thursday. We out.